Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Oh, come on, back oh, up. No, I wasn't yawning. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> I think there was a little bit of nostril flaring going on. You fresh air fiend. Mm, I've been out to get a bit of fresh air. I haven't. I've been sitting in the warm fug of our studio. I like to call it a studio. It's not really a studio, it's a cupboard. Uh, welcome, welcome, one and all. You are most welcome. Anyway, you, what have you been up to, Judith? Well, I've been up to loads of things. I've been on an art course, which I need to tell you about. Yes. Um, you know, you usual went to Aldi. Oh, do you know, I've never done an Aldi. Do you mean they've never done an Aldi? What happens in Aldi? Oh, don't be ridiculous. No, you've never been to Aldi. No, why would I? Or a little? No, neither. Why? Because I haven't got one locally. I'd have to go down Peckham. I'm not going down Peckham because I live in Camberwell. Wow. I've got a supermarket in I mean, Camberwell. Really? And I do Sainsbury's and I do Marks. I'm amazed. What do you, you get in Aldi? You must have money to burn. Oh, of course I do. Well, I think that the only place you can get a decent apple is Marks. Yeah, you I get most of my bog standards in my, sa- my local Sainsbury's. Yeah. And you but go then for the... treats. Oh, little treats. <laughs> Jeff and I had an experimentation with the uh, the gizmo. Uh, have you been into local Sainsbury's and, well, you live in the countryside, so it'll probably take five or six years for it to come to you, but, um, I, because I, I, I realise in your local cinema, they're still showing the sound of music for the first time around, <laughs> but, uh, in our supermarkets now, you can, you swipe your Nectar card and yeah. you pop a gizmo and it's like, it's, it's like a thing, right? It's a barcoder. Is it like the TV remote? It's bigger than that. It's fatter than oh, that. Oh yeah, I've seen people with those. Yeah, yeah. It's a, What's the point oh, of that? Well, what you do is you have your your bags open in your trolley. Right. You go along and you barcode your items, put them straight in the bag, oh, and then rather going to the till where a, you know a slow lad, because sometimes yeah. there's a slow lad, puts it through the till. Yeah. You've done it all. You just right. go straight and you pop your gizmo against the screen, and then your bill comes up. Which I mean, the shop shoplifting opportunities. I was going to say. Are, Huge. I was going to say. Well, the thing is, Judith, you can do it accidentally. I mean, oh, I, silly me! <laughs> I can't be trusted at the best of times. No, nor can I. But it's just it's in, you can have a lapse of judgment. You have to be really, uh, and you you know people are watching. So Jeff and I, when we do it, this is sort of bizarre, slightly pantomimey. <laughs> Here I am. <laughs> I'm barcoding. Watch me barcode all the way around. But what they do, they do random checks. <gasps> oh, do they? Oh, my heart. Oh. Because I always think I might have accidentally nicked something. You know, something quite expensive. brackets on purpose. Well, Close can brackets. you imagine how many avocados? Oh, oh, oh there are three. Just thinking about Ooh, how many times to die? Yes. Yeah. Um, so spot checks. Spot checks. They've not spot checked. Check it. <laughs> check Jeff or I. I think we look quite... He lends respectability oh, to he me, does. possibly. He does, because I bet you he's got one of those nice handkerchiefs in his top pocket, has he? Well, if he's wearing a blazer, then... Yes. Oh, yeah. well, God, that's, that's awful. <laughs> not like, I mean, a linen blazer, not yeah. like a sort Jimmy of twat Tarbuck. blazer. <laughs> not like a stripe... Oh, God, he's not gone a bit Henley on Thames. Uh, 
Not last time I looked. He, um, yeah, I think Jeff, they look at Jeff. He looks a bit like Father Christmas. They think, why would Father Christmas no, go shoplifting? Fine with Jeff, with you on your own, I'm not sure. I think on you might own. be in the cashment yeah, area. Yeah. Um, and I, I do enjoy the other people being not caught out because they've not done anything wrong so far. But there's that sort of you can see them blushing and stuttering and kind of going, oh well, well what you want to check? You want to check? <laughs> Well, yeah, but you're saying all this, Jenny. If you haven't been to Aldi and Lidl, then you do not like a bargain. You know, you're not bargain motivated. I'm not bargain mad. Because I got to the till at Aldi. What are you buying? No, well, you know, all the usual stuff. Is it toilet roll? Are you buying cheap toilet roll? Yeah, of course I am. I don't like cheap toilet roll. It makes my bottom chafe. (laughs) No, but you know, I did did a shot with my friend Patty, okay? It was raining. I knew it would be Patty who would be involved in this. (laughs) Patty by the lake, Patty with the fire pit, (laughs) Patty with the gas stove. Go on. Anything to say about about Patty. Anyway, so we had a nice little jaunt out. We went to Aldi together. I and, take you um, to musicals in the West End, Judith. Well, that's very Patty true. Patty takes you to that's Aldi. Very, actually, okay. I took her. So we got to the till, and I said to her, "Okay, let's guess what it get. Let's guess what this is going to cost." Yeah. And I and I guessed, mm, I didn't know, one hundred and fifty, and she yeah. guessed one hundred and thirty because she shops in Aldi more often than, yeah. than I do. Guess how much it was? One hundred twenty-eight pounds fifty. 90 quid or so. Ooh. You see, ah, now you've perked up, haven't you? Mind you, interesting. No, just, no, you know, a lot of stuff that went into the freezer, but good stuff. I've nice got stuff. a freezer. Oh, yeah, I'd forgotten you were weird like that. Um, well, okay. Uh, but I'll tell you what happened to me when I was going round Aldi is that I heard somebody answer the phone and they said, Oh, hello, I have to ring you back because I'm just in Waitrose. That's hilarious. I know, isn't it great? That's brilliant. Isn't that great? Did you give her a line as if to say, No, you're not, you're in Aldi. <laughs> yes, I think, she, I think you'll find that she's in Aldi. Yeah, yeah. What kind of delusion so, is this? Yeah, I know. Well, that's the way it's it goes. It's a great kind of middle aged delusion thing, though. If you're going to have some kind of mental aberration thing, I'd quite like it if I spent all my life thinking I was somewhere better than I actually am. Very true. Yeah, that's one way of cheering yourself up. Why not? May I add something while we're on our um, shopping chat? Yes. Sexism. Sexism in children's toys. Does it still exist? Is it still happening? Weirdly, in 2019. Um, I have a tale to tell here. I've got a a little pal and she had twins uh, about four, well, not about, four years ago almost to the day. So it was their birthday and I was looking for a cheap present, you know, uh, that looked a bit more expensive than it is. And I was in Peter Jones. Oh, there's, there hangs a tail as well. Something else was going on with that. Anyway, you can buy Playmobil anywhere. And I was sort of in a bit of a hurry. I needed my lunch. And we, I just snatched at some Playmobil. And it was a, a sandcastle, beach scene Playmobil. Oh, lovely. And, oh, I know, Judith, we could have hours of fun. I'd love a bit of Playmobil. I and also too. Sylvanian families. Love a Sylvanian family. Oh, it's a little badger. Oh, it's a badger in a stripy hat. Oh. They should make them for people like us, shouldn't they? Just what, life size for ones? Us. Big ones, bigger ones. Well, I you know, with a nice big instruction manual or something. Or... I, think, I think we're on a slippery slope there, yeah, Judith. Yeah, it's not going to work, is it? Yeah. Anyway, I bought, and then on top of the, the sandcastle and the beach scene, I bought them a, a matching girl and boy to go on the beach just a yeah. little packet you know on those six pound packets yes. uh, as an extra because they're twins and there was a boy and a girl and I didn't look at it properly then when I looked at it properly Judith may I just say the little boy Playmobil figure that was off to the beach was wearing a mask and a snorkel and carrying a ghetto blaster his feet were bare the little girl on the other hand was wearing sort of soppy pink 
flip-flop things because of her delicate feet. She did not have a mask or a snorkel. She was carrying the picnic bag. No. She was carrying a flask and a picnic (gasps) bag. Oh, that's very bad. Really bad. And then I started looking for birthday cards and I have never seen so much blue for a boy and pink for a girl. Mm, that's shoddy, isn't it? So I've, I have I found a, a sort of unisex, two unisex cards, one with a dinosaur and one with a robot. And I gave the girl the robot and the boy the dinosaur because I thought I'm not having blue for a girl, no. you know, and all that. Um, so I sort of went to the, their little tea party in the afternoon and I said, you know, I'm really slightly embarrassed about the sexism of the gifts. And the, the long-suffering father said, they've done it themselves. Look at this. And he took me into the playground, uh, playroom. Yeah. And the children had more or less... These are twins. Yes, identical twins. No, no, you can't be identical. Oh, yes, it's it's a Judith doesn't work like that. One of them's got a cock, you know. It's sort of... One of them wee oh, standing up. The sometimes other, anyway, I Anyway, uh, they are... They're not identical. Right. But, they're, you know, they're quite evenly matched. They're not sort of... This, you know, they looked like brother and sister, yes. possibly. Well, I suppose they would. And um, but, so, but the little girl, her side of the playroom, all set up with um, tea sets and everything. Little boy's side of the room had a wigwam and a lightsaber. They are offered all the same things. Really? But they have chosen. They have yeah. absolutely gender chosen their own roles. And the parents have tried everything and the children aren't having anything of it. Well, that's okay, though, isn't it? If, if that's well, what they've chosen. Yeah, I do. Yes, it is. It is. But it, I, I was shocked by how old-fashioned the Playmobil actually mm, was when too. I looked at it properly. And I thought, anyway, who has ghetto blasters anymore? It's ridiculous. <laughs> yes, that yeah, is. That is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. way out of date. So, yes. even, even we can tell that. <laughs> even we know yes, that. Absolutely. We know nothing. You know we're on to shops. Sorry. Yes. What happened about your case that you were... Oh. Has it come back? Well, the one that you took back. My Toomey, my posh Toomey yes. that was bought for me by the management as a sort of, oh, can we just get rid of you? Here's a suitcase, go. Um, that, when the handle broke, and remember the trauma we had with that, and Indeed. you had to help me carry it, do you remember? When we were in... Um, Hebden Bridge. Hebden Bridge. And um, so that went off to the, the Toomey sh- workshop in wherever it is, somewhere abroad. That came back. That got oh, an email. Oh, you got it back. You oh. did actually get it back then. Oh, they weren't yes. just having you on. Beautifully, you know, done or fixed. Then, our Phoebe comes round. She goes, oh, you know that suitcase you bought me for my 30th birthday? It's broken. The zip's gone. I oh, did no. two trips. Of course, is she going to take it back to Peter Jones? No, oh, no. Can't be bothered. Oh, no, she couldn't be bothered. Because she manages to cart it round to our house and she says, so if you could take that back. Anyway, <laughs> Muggins here takes it back and of course the girl says well have you got a receipt I thought who keeps a receipt for a suitcase absolutely they last for life it says on the thing does Antler. it oh. lifetime guarantee it does actually you're right so I said no I haven't got a, 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 a receipt and she went off to speak to the manager she came back she said I can't help you I'm very sorry but because you have no receipt we cannot send it for repair or um, exchange it and at that point you did that that well, I just you know, oh, I just you lugged it all over the world. Oh, well, yes, and I just said, Well, do you know what? I'm not taking it, you can get rid of this. Despaired, I said, I threw my head back, and in an imperious voice, I said, You dispose of it as you will because I can't <laughs> be asked. Do you understand? Uh, and then we went for lunch because I was obviously blood sugars were dropping, yeah, I'd had it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I went on Twitter, didn't I? Yeah. Oh, did you? Did you? Did you? Ah, yeah. Customer service got right back. Oh, yes. What arrived yesterday evening? No. Oh, yes. 
a new suitcase. Thank you very much. Good yes. for you, Jenny. Oh, the power of social media. Sometimes it is a marvellous thing. Absolutely. I felt quite guilty about it, though, Judith. Well, because not everyone could have done that. Yes. Well, yeah. There was that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, but what I did to kind of make myself feel better and to kind of applaud John Lewis, Peter Jones, for, for sort of coming good in the end, I have joined their loyalty card thing. And every time you buy something from Peter Jones or John Lewis partnership, you dash this card against their gizmo. Yeah. And it's it creates for you a virtual... Uh, Rolodex of receipts. Oh, it's how called the brilliant. kitchen drawer. Yes, yes, it's a virtual kitchen drawer. So, this is just quite a good hint for anybody who buys something that you know you'll probably lose yes. the receipt. If you have this card, and if you've got a hobby of taking things back, which I have, well, you you're the mistress I, of taking. How could things I not back. know about this? Oh, Judith, it's a thing of absolute joy. So you buy a wheelbarrow. Are you going to keep the receipt? You can't claim it for anything, can you? It's not good to go to your accountant. Oh, it's gone in the bin. Wheel comes off the wheelbarrow. Oh, I haven't got the receipt. What to do? It's all there. On the the John Lewis cloud. Yeah. The John Lewis receipts cloud. Which I've just learned about right now, this minute. Sometimes we like to be informative. Now, the other thing that we need to discuss very briefly. Yes. Uh, is the new delaying the menopause? Have you heard about this? I have. What would you would you if you had had the choice uh, in your four? No, you have to be before forty. It has oh to God, be done that's before a long 40. time ago, Jenny. It's, a, it's another century. It is, isn't it? For you, would I have delayed it? Uh, <laughs> I only just realised what you just said. Um, well, I'm not sure. I'd have known what I was in store for. So it's whether I would have, you know, got a hint of what it was. Mm, yes, I think I would, and I'm rather envious of you because you are on HRT. Because now it's too late. I have tried to get some HRT. Did they say it was too late for you? Yeah, they did. They said no, sorry, too late. You know, ship sailed, and that because now I'm getting all the wrinkles and all the kind of sagging and all those bits. Actually, I wouldn't mind. You know, could put it off forever. Stay out the sun, darling. You're in the sun too long. Well, you go maybe. on your bike rides. Are you doing factor fifty? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> taking the wind out of your sails, isn't oh, it? Well. It's a, it's a strange old thing because I don't know whether I do approve. I approve very much for women who have medical problems. I think there's a, a great injustice that's done that happens to women who have gynae problems, uh, endometriosis and um, ovarian failure early in life. And, yeah. they, you know, these are women in their, they can be in their teens, teens, 20s and 30s. So sort of plummeted into a, a, an early menopause. It's not fair. And I think for those women, ovarian grafting, because that's basically what happens. They graft a little bit of your fresh, young ovary. It's sort of like, it feels like it must be like a vegetable peeler. They just grate a little bit off. And then later on, as you're going into the menopause, they graft it back on, kickstart your ovaries into thinking they're young again, or a young, plump, juicy ovary. So does that mean that they're going? People are going to carry on having periods forever? Yes, and you would, and then it lasts for twenty years. So you delay your menopause for twenty years, and then you start wow. having your menopause in your seventies. I was going to say it's not going to go away, presumably. Oh, then you're hitting it in your seventies. You get it in your seventies, and all oh, of a sudden dear. you're having a hot sweat, and you're trying to t- change the battery on your hearing aid. I mean, it's not easy. <laughs> Let me just say, I would not like to see... I mean, my mother's 90 now. She's well beyond it. But I wouldn't have liked to see my mother deal with the menopause in her 70s, particularly, you know... No, I agree. Not the way she drove, anyway. Um, But that I think it's an interesting thing. But what bothers me about it is that it's available now. 
if you've got enough money. And it only costs about sort of, I think it's about 10 grand. Now, there are women... It's quite a lot of money. It's quite a lot of money for normal people, Mm. but it's not a lot of money for rich women. Yeah. Mm. For women... I mean, there are women who spend two, three thousand pounds on handbags. Now, those are the kind of women that are going to go, well, I'm not going to bother having a menopause like those bog-standard fat women who sit sweating at, you know... In the supermarket. Yes, I'm, I see what I'm you mean. A, I'm Absolutely. a superior being. Yes, I am I'm going to skip know, it. I'm going to skip it because yep. I can yep. afford to. And then there's going to leave the rest of us all huffing and puffing. And it seems to be, there doesn't seem to be much of a level playing field. So, you know. But on the other hand, you're, you're taking, assuming you can get some, oh, um, oh, you're, you're taking it. I'm for, cheating. Yes, yes, you're cheating. And how long will you, be, will you be able to do that for? I shall be taking HRT into my grave with me. <laughs> Um, I but the big worry at the moment is, of course, you know, loads of pharmaceutical shortages, and the big news this week is that the HRT. Oh, well, yes, I read that. Oh, Jeff, uh, sorry, I did a tiny burp there. It was most unpleasant. Well, it's better than the other end. That's all right. Oh, I did that as well, simultaneous. You know, <laughs> um, Jeff, when he heard that news, he went ashen. Did he? Oh, his face. He thought, shit, I might have to go away. He said, "How how how how, how many months have you got left?" <laughs> Did he? Did yeah. he? He's, <laughs> he's taking it really seriously. He's going, how can this happen? How can it be? But it's not Listen, just the HRT. It's because uh, I, again, moaned on Twitter because that's what I do because nobody in my family listens to me. I have to turn to no, strangers yeah. and social media. No. Um, <laughs> genuinely, that's yeah. my line. Yeah. And... Um, you know, because my mother's not interested anymore, particularly. So nobody's interested. Nobody's interested, nobody's interested in us, are they? No, so how to it's Twitter. What am I going to do? I can't get any HRT. But apparently, a lot of women got back to me saying it's not just HRT. One woman said that she's on a, a type of tamoxifen, which is you know after breast, breast cancer, cancer surgery, mm. and and chemo, and that's missing. Oh my and, god! Uh, yeah, some quite some Is this real the dreaded serious. B word? Is it the dreaded B word? People are saying it's not the dreaded B word, but of course, those of us uh, proud to be Ramonas will blame everything on mm. the dreaded yes. B. Yes, yes. Well, it's, I don't know. Is it people stockpiling? I there don't could know. be some stockpiling Gosh. which is making things worse. Which yes. you know, I have to really resist. Yes, because you could presumably. Really, well, you could go into Cornwall and you could say, "I've forgotten my stuff," couldn't you? I guess. Yes, but if the pharmacists haven't got it, the pharmacists haven't got it. I mean, you know, apparently my sister-in-law, and I don't know how she did this, but they're on holiday in Italy and she picked some up in Rome. Did she? Yeah, maybe what, it's over the, the shelf. Can- yeah, maybe it's over the counter there. Oh, I don't gosh. know. Did you That's ask her to get you some? Uh, <laughs> I bet Jeff did. <laughs> I bet Jeff got hold of her. Yeah, I bet. God. Bloody hell. I, I think what I'll do is continue taking the HRT, but pretend to Jeff that I've run out. <laughs> <laughs> just to absolutely freak him out. <laughs> just to see him walking on eggshells. Yeah, right. nice. Nice idea. Isn't it just? So who have we got coming in as a guest today? Angela Barnes. Lovely. Uh, I've, I don't know whether we've met or not. I've heard quite a few things she's appeared on before, other podcasts, etc. Uh, I think she's going to be very interesting indeed. We've been very lucky with our guests. We have. Have you, have you listened to her radio show, show called You Can't Take It With You? This is about, about the death her, of her father. Yes, and it's a sort of fantasy coffin. It's the things that you would put in your coffin. Let's grill her about that. I know. I thought, interesting idea. And other things. Mm. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Listen, um, yeah, we, could do, we have to have the theme tune, Angela, just because people, well, they don't really like it, but, you know, you've got to remind them who we are, what we're doing. It's the Older and Wider podcast. We're very lucky to have you. You're very lucky to be here. I Thank am you. very lucky to be well, here. Well, you drove and drove and drove. I did, from Brighton in torrential rain. Well, we're so. glad you made it in one piece. But <laughs> you have brought something disgusting in with you. I have. Really I brought a disgusting, disgusting puppy with me. No, the puppy's fine. <laughs> it's the puppy's plaything, which is this... This raggy thing that she it's got her favourite show Judith a it's a oh, oh, it's a oh, do you want to see what's dear. really disgusting look it's a little puppet I know this doesn't work on an audio medium but I can put my hand in it and it talks to you is <laughs> it Baloo the Bear from? so it looks like a child's towel from the 1970s yeah, with a, a puppet's head on it I think it's supposed to be Baloo Bear but I think they probably didn't get a licence from Disney so it's, it's a cheap an approximation version. of it's a Poundland Baloo Bear <laughs> children's towel Ice cream van painter Baloo Bear. Oh, yeah, but look at your dog. Your dog you've brought in this gorgeous She's cockapoo. pretty cute. <gasps> Seven month old. She is. She was born on Christmas Day. Oh, no, I mean, she really is lovely and she's making me want a dog Why again. is she called but, Tina um, when she was born on Christmas she's Day? Called she's called Tina be... because she's named... Well, we had a few names lined up for her. And um, one of them was Tina Belcher, who is a cartoon character on a cartoon called Bob's burgers that yes, I really like yes and um, when we went to look at her with her litter when she was six weeks old she was the runt of the litter and they called her teeny that's just a bit twee and that's it? two twee so we yeah. went with tina Yes, yeah. and, and maybe you should give her the middle name Tinsel because she was born on Christmas, Christmas Day. Day. Tina yeah. Tinsel. And then there she wants to be a country and western singer. She's <laughs> Tina Tinsel. That's all right. Um, so you're, are you on tour? I am. Well, I'm on a little hiatus right now, but I start up again in October. So um, Is it a mega tour, baby tour? It's a sort of baby tour, but it seems to be going on a very long time. So I've done the first leg. Have you had an extension? I've had an extension, oh, which marvelous. is nice. That's to pay for an extension? One. No, it's not really. Um, it, you know, that's it's music to your ears as a stand-up, isn't it? isn't it? When you've got your show all done yeah. and you've done a bit of a tour and then they ring up and go, oh, we've got an extension. You think, oh, marvellous. Because that means Ma- that you sold out already and that they it's, it's obviously... It means that ticket sales are healthy. Fantastic. People want to see you. I'm not you surprised. can spin the show out. You can wring some more cash <laughs> out of it. My longest 
was three and a half years. Oh, that's incredible. Oh, uh, do you know what? And it was the show I loved doing as well. Oh. And I never, ever got bored of it. It was the How To Be show. Yeah, it was a good show. Oh, it really went, really oh, I was, uh, you know, and I still think, oh, am, am I not allowed to do that one anymore? I like that one. Yes, that one yeah. was good, you know. But you've got to, and then you've got to write a new one. That's a drag. Well, that yeah, that's what I'm trying to put off in my head, that yeah. that doesn't have to happen until this tour finishes. So and what's when, it called? What's this one called? It's called, called Rose Tinted. Oh, yeah. So and are you Rose Tinted? No. Are you an op... No, I, I have a feeling <laughs> that there might be a, a darker side. Yeah, well, I get called... I never really saw that in myself until I started doing stand-up. And you know when you start out and you, and you get reviews and yeah. people kept calling me things like world-weary and... <laughs> pessimistic and self-deprecating. I was like, I thought I was quite a jolly soul, but apparently not. So um, so I decided, and because I do a lot of topical comedy shows, so I do news quiz and Mock the Week and things like that. I don't know if you noticed, news, a little bit depressing. Oh, isn't it? Doesn't it? Oh. So, so I thought I need to try and look on the bright Can side. Can you ring very much? I've had to stop listening to any news because yeah. I get so upset. Is it easy to ring comedy out of the situation, that w- the B word that well, we're now... Well, the problem is, it's, it's like being given a box of chocolates and someone's eaten them all. You know, the, the jokes are all... I mean... Done. Five years ago, this stuff would have been so unbelievable. Yeah. It would have been gold. But now you're just like, oh, of course Boris Johnson's prime minister. Of course this has happened. That's the world we live in now. Yeah. You know, and so it is, it is getting hard, I think, to ring the comedy out, especially when it's so depressing. <laughs> so when you're doing the, the, sta- the stand-up tour, mm-hmm. is there, a, do you have a show that is already written. Are you a writerly stand-up or are you a topical kind of switch new stuff in or what? A bit of both, really. There's a topical element to the show because it, it's sort of about a reaction to the news, you know, mm-hmm. and just sort of trying to put that to one side and look on the bright side. So there is a topical element to it. So I will switch up little bits as things change. And what about the sort of the, the very personal stuff? Because there's a radio series at the moment, uh, really about your father and what. Yes. You, and there's got just tell us about that. So, um, so my dad was what everyone would call a character. Yeah. And he, I mean, I, I, I presumably I could talk about this on your podcast. Of course, he ran you a can. sex shop for a living. Oh, um, genius. So he was quite an unusual character. Did you know it was a what? At what age did you? So I was actually in my teens when yeah. he. So you knew. So it was I a knew. Sex shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, that I, must have know, been embarrassing. Oh, humiliating. Well, it was. And then, I, funnily enough, I had a lot of male friends all of a sudden. Um, <laughs> Can we come you know, your house? Oh, well, this was before the, you know, internet age of streaming yeah. and stuff. So um, I had basically a library going on <laughs> from my dad's shop. Was it just magazines or was it movies as well? Movies as well, DVDs and okay. things as well. It's a proper well. dirty old man's... Oh, yeah. And it was a proper dirty old man's shop. shop. It was in Great Yarmouth, for goodness sake. You know, it was a proper... It had a back door in case you didn't want to be seen going in the no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got a wonderful photograph on my phone of my dad in the shop. And I love it because he's sitting underneath a screen, which is playing hardcore pornography. <laughs> and my dad's just sat underneath it with his legs crossed doing the telegraph crossword. <laughs> just Oblivious. Absolutely. It all. Just, yeah, he used to say it's like working at McDonald's. You don't want to eat a burger. That's absolutely. what he used to say. Yeah, yeah. Frigid for the last 20 years of his life. Yeah. So, um, but your father is dead now. Yes. Okay, so... Judith, you've heard one of the yeah, it's fantastic idea, fantastic idea. You are very, very, very clever. Thank you very Tell us much. Yeah. Fill us all in, because our, you know, so on our the radio audience, show. So the, yeah. it was called You Can't Take It With You. And yeah. the idea was when my dad, so my dad passed away in 2008. And it was before I started doing stand-up. Mm. In fact, doing stand-up was a bit of a reaction to it, really. And, was it um, a healing process? Do you think stand-up can be healing? Well, I think 
it was just a sod it, life short. Yeah. You know, and there was this thing I always had that I wanted to do and I just never had the balls to do it. And I think when my dad died, you went, right, well, now or never, you know. Yeah. Um, So when he died, I noticed we we went a bit mad putting things in his coffin. Who's we? With him. Me, his girlfriend. I've got a very complicated family. So my mum and dad divorced when I was young, so I've got sisters and half-brothers and things all over the place. Um, And... uh, it's a very long, complicated story of where my dad was at. So he was he was going through his second divorce, but he had a girlfriend. and So we um, were putting things in the coffin with mm-hmm. him for him to take with him on his final journey, even though he and we are atheists and don't yeah. really believe in all that like stuff. Like the Egyptians. Yeah, it's a kind mm. of cathartic thing Fantastic to do. Fantastic idea. Um, but we went so mad, at one point I thought we were going to have to take him out because there was just so yeah. much going in. There's <laughs> <laughs> not enough room for you, Dad. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry, you're going to have to go on it. But we... I realised that everything we put in there was chosen by us, not by him, you know, and how he was represented to us. So I thought it'd be interesting to find out what my friends would choose to put in a coffin with me if I died, you know, and how they see me through those objects. And that's how the... You can't take it with you. Show was born, so it was. A, it started life as a, a solo stand-up show. It was yeah. my first Edinburgh show, back in twenty fourteen, and then the radio series sort of grew out of that. And and what did your friends suggest for your coffin? What are sort of three or four items? So well, one was um, one was a little carrier bag. Um, are you a little girl? I am a little girl, and I'm proud of it. You she's, can't, she's quite Aldi. Judith, who is quite posh, is also are you Waitrose. Quite... Well, funnily enough, we were talking earlier on about the fact that I was in Little recently and I heard somebody answer the phone and say, oh, I'll well, have to ring you back. I'm just in Waitrose. <laughs> it's brilliant, I love it. It? it is. I bet there's a lot of that. I bet oh, there's a yes. lot of taking your Waitrose carrier bags into I bet. Little. I bet. Yeah. I bet. I'm, I'm little and proud. OK, I haven't got one locally, but apparently they do a good lobster there now and again. Ooh. They have the little lobster. They do, right. Christmas people time. go mental. Let's go mad for it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They do a nice Rioja. I know that. Oh really? really? And they do they do a good frozen goose for Christmas as well. Ah, It's time you got yourself to little. We're not even sponsored by little, by the way. So let's go back to you. The things going in your in your coffin. There's there's the Aldi carrier bag. There's the 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 little or Aldi. Sorry, yeah, interchangeable as far as I'm concerned. Um, What else was there? There was um, a a swimming medal because I learned to swim when I was in my 30s so yeah 2014 I learned to swim I never got round to it before are you still keen she's, I she's champion it. swimmer oh are yeah. you yeah. no I'm not I'm a big wild swimmer see Very I really want to swimming. get into more so I do a lot of Lido 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 yes. Lido, no, Lido Lido yeah, yeah. Uh, do a lot of Lido swimming lovely but I'm a little bit scared I swim in the sea because I live in Brighton yes but I'm very much fat. a fair weather sea swimmer mm. Um, And I don't mind it so much in Brighton because I'm sure there's all sorts of things lurking in there, but the water's so thick you can't see it. It's fine. (laughs) But I'm not keen on fish. Uh, And so swimming anywhere where there might be fish... Nibbling. Touching me, I can't be Nibbling your gentles. I'm yeah. always co- I'm very concerned about fish around I mean, if, they, if they're going to tidy things up a bit, then oh, fine. They, around but, the, uh, if, they, if they're the pubic hair-eating fish, that's they fine. could, yeah, <laughs> sort you out. Um, which Lido? Lido? Oh, I can't remember. It's a bit like the scone-scone thing. Lido. I I'm, think I'm Lido. Lido. I think I'm Lido. Yes, yeah. I'm Lido, yeah. Um, which one do you use? Um, I use Salt Dean Lido, which is near Brighton, where oh. I live, but also Tooting Beck. Of course, you can't go wrong with Tooting Beck Lido and Brockwell Park. Oh, well, I'm a local to Brockwell Park. Uh, well, I, funny fact, Jenny, I used to live a few houses up from you. 
Brunswick Villas or Oh, no, Camberwell? I used to live on Camberwell... Grove Lane? Or Grove Lane. Oh, we mustn't tell anybody I can't, about... 150 I lived at years really? ago. I'm talking early 2000s. And I used to walk past your house and go, oh, isn't that lovely? Well, it was probably <laughs> being built at the time, wasn't it? it? I think it was just built. Yeah, yeah. Then. It had just yeah. been built. I remember looking through the window once and seeing you doing yoga in the living room. As I walked There's past. a there treat you for you all. <laughs> was she in her underpants? I can't, I can't remember. I do I yoga, not topless, but I'm pyjama bottoms and bra. Yeah, you were padding around yesterday downstairs in your just your, your jogging bottoms and your bra. And I said, you forgot that you watched the... And you said, oh, no one can see me. Well, I'm sorry. Oh, they can. Angela <laughs> is here to prove that they can. And I live on a main bus route I as well. I I expect applause. Well, I um, made that mistake living in that house. Yeah. And, and I remember once when we first moved in, getting changed in my bedroom and I hadn't drawn the curtains and then the top deck of the bus was <laughs> parked because right outside the house. Occasionally <laughs> they'll do some road work and it'll back up and you'll look out your do your bedroom windows and you are face to face with all the commuters yeah. on the 176 uh, that's right that's exactly what happened it's one yeah. of my favourite buses the 176 it's a good bus so stand up for you you came into what? how old were 33. you 33 that's quite old isn't it so getting on a bit yeah yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I quite like that because it meant I had stuff to talk about I, you know I'm, there's, I see all these young stand ups and it's brilliant they've got the comp- but I never would have had a the confidence or b the, the material the life, or the life yeah. experience yeah. Yeah. When yeah. I what was... did you do before so i started as a nurse and then i retrained so i worked in social work mental health for most of my career so before just before i was a stand-up i was working for um, a homeless charity in brighton so uh, edinburgh you had a big edinburgh was it 2014 where things sort of dropped into place for you would yeah, you say a bit, yeah yeah it was i mean i've just been very lucky in a lot there's of, no such thing as luck in i have to get, i get told off when i say that yeah. but i do feel very lucky i mean i i started in 2010 2011 i won the bbc new comedy award which is really the thing that made me go oh i can do this this mm-hmm. is a thing i can do the bbc has been quite loyal to you hasn't it it's been I mean, really loyal to me yeah. yeah because you have another don't you introduce a sketch show so i well i i hosted news jack for that's four it series. news jack yeah, which is sort of the topical sketch show um and then now i host on radio four extra i host the comedy club at weekends just sort of introducing the stuff on a friday saturday sunday night um and yeah i mean i do news quiz regularly i'm doing my first i'm very excited it was announced today so i can talk about it now but i'm doing a guest host spot on news quiz which is my dream job well done um so that's in uh, september who's hosting now so well it was miles Jupp, but he's left and so they're doing guest hosts oh so you that's that's why i've got it got a bit slow aren't i so there's eight of us doing it in the next so you're all kind of um jockeying for position really well I Who's don't the eight? know come on we're gonna so, so it's myself Nish Kumar yeah uh, Kiri Pritchard-McLean yep Zoe Lyons yep Patrick Kilty yep Andrew Maxwell yep Andy Zaltzman that's all good people and someone else yeah. oh I've forgotten the we eight. don't need them we don't need nah, them whoever that oh, is enough Phil competition Wang. there we are okay yeah okay um yeah, it's a it's a good field, isn't it? Oh yeah. I oh. mean it's to be honest, just to be able to say I've done it once, I'll be like that's a sort of bucket list hit really. So life is good. I can't complain. How old are you? I'm forty two. Okay, we've got nothing to complain about yet. Give you another ten oh, years. I don't know. You'll be back there. in here moaning on. <laughs> now when you came in here you said that you had hearing aids. Yes. Why are you sorry, that sounds all why are you deaf? <laughs> why am I deaf? What's wrong well, with I, you? I've got something called uh, tympanic sclerosis, which is uh, like calcium buildup 
on my eardrum. Started when I was 18. Okay. I was gradually losing my hearing. Is that very unusual? So, it's quite unusual, yeah. It was because yeah. I, I had um, glue ear when I was a kid. Right. And mostly people grow out of glue ear by the time they're sort of eight or nine. Did I you just have never grommets? Had gr- I've had grommets right through adulthood up until getting the hearing aids. So um, I've had lots of grommets. But um, what when you were describing your hearing aids, what was just really weird? Well, not weird. God, I'm using all the wrong. You're weird with your deafness. I am weird. You're right. Um, but you said they're controlled by an app. They are. I've got these. Um, again, not good for an audio medium, but I'll show you. I've got these lovely little digital hearing aids yeah. that sort of fit a in little my ear and wire. Behind. Look like a little wire earring. That yeah. You, yeah, and then um, there's a little bit that hooks behind my ear, which just looks like the back of my glasses. Yes. And then that goes in my ear. And then they're controlled by an app on my phone. So the, on the app, I've got not just volume and things, but there's different settings for different environments. There's a restaurant setting. Good there's, heavens. Um, oh, yeah. It's all so you just do it and people just think you're texting or whatever. Well, that's it. I have to sort of say to people, I'm not being rude. I'm just adjusting yes, my yeah, hearing aid. Yeah. Or it's, so I've just noticed my puppy's eating your shoelace. No, don't worry. Don't <laughs> worry. She I'm loves a, it. I, I, I do rather. I do rather. Uh, so, yeah. So, um and, and can you hear the difference when it says there's a restaurant setting? Mm-hmm. Does it actually work for you then? It really does. So on the restaurant setting, there's three different subsettings. So there's a speech clarity. So if you're with one person in a restaurant, that now tunes into one person's voice. There's hear everyone. So if you're on a table, because that used to be a real problem for me. If well, I was it in is restaurant, for me, because I mean, I think I'm heading towards... Get yourself some of these, honestly. Are they hugely expensive? Are you, They're is not this cheap. NHS or... They, you, you can't get these ones on the NHS. So I've spoiled myself by buying these ones now because I used to have NHS ones mm-hmm. um, which are fine yeah. you know and they do the trick but I find because I work in a lot of different environments so one day I might be in a studio like this the next yeah. day I'm in a you know but also it's very important for you as an observational comedian to be able to hear things yeah pick up on things quite easily you know, you know eavesdrop basically Absolutely. that's what I'm saying well this is I mean when I first got these I couldn't believe how sensitive they were and I was in the um, audiologist's office and I could hear somebody talking in the corridor and I cried. Because mm. I've never heard wow. somebody in another room before. <laughs> my mum, I notice now I've got hearing aids. When I go around to my mum's flat, I walk in and the telly's blasting. Now, I never used to notice because I couldn't hear it either. Mm. And I sort of say, you should get your ears. To-. And she's all like, oh, I don't want to. But people I- are very defensive, aren't so they, about glasses, their... glasses, we're not so much. We've got used to them being a... Oh, yeah, glasses is fine. Although Judith and I went to see a musical last night and I couldn't believe they did this thing where um, it was called Waitress. And we're not, I'm not slagging it off. There was plenty of good in it. But at one point, one of the waitresses, um, you know, she was going to have a date with a bloke and to make her look beautiful, they took her glasses <gasps> off. Still doing they that. unpinned her hair and took her glasses off. He's gone. Oh, really? Come on. I just thought this is extraordinary. And I was just quite dismayed by the fact the audience didn't. The audience let us down, I think, at this point, because at this point, the audience, as one, should have gone, oh, for fuck's sake. Uh, that's very true. But I they love didn't. my glasses. I love that they give me a bit of character and a bit of. They hide my bags. I mean, I I, well, I, there's that as well for me, I must admit. I'd that's... quite like the, the, you know, the choice of wearing contact lenses as well, but I can't, and that's just one of those things. But yeah. I just think that almost to, to use um, glasses as a kind of, you you look like an ugly freak, is just so old fashioned and wrong. And it, but it, it's so, like you say, old fashioned, because that is a trope from the 70s or the 80s. Even the 50s. Even earlier. Even earlier, you know. And there's always the librarian in the black and white film. 
Anyway, um, can you give us some tour dates and tell us where you're going? I am, I'm heading back on the road in October. So um, all the dates are on my website, which is yeah. angelabarnescomedy.co.uk. I've got dates in October down in the West Country. I'm in Birmingham. I'm in Cardiff. Um, and various other places, Brighton, um, and then there'll be more dates going in in the spring as well, which I'll be in The extension of the extension. Speak. I know, it's exciting, isn't it? If you beat my three-and-a-half-year record, do let <laughs> me know. I've got two-and-a-half years to go, Jenny, so we'll see. You Are know. you doing any more Radio 4 series? Um, I'm not sure yet. Watch this space is all I can say there, but uh, hopefully I'd like to. We'll yeah. keep our fingers crossed for you. It's been an absolute pleasure Thank and a joy to so see you. Much. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you for having and me. And I'm sorry that this place is such a pig to get to. Oh, no, we're here. It was worth it. We're here now. Yeah, but we may just back. have to. T- we, we may just have to take Tina off you, however. Okay, Tina can live here can now. I, can, that's she, fine. can she, she seems to have made herself quite comfy? Yeah, yeah. Judith is oh, dog broody. Oh, yeah. I am dog broody. I might have to kidnap her. She's ever so good, really, for a seven-month-old. She's not bad. Yeah. Well, we've all been. We've all been very good. Well done, us all. Well we've done. done. We've all behaved ourselves nicely. And none of us have shat on the carpet. So there we go. It's well time, done, Jenny, it's all. Time. <laughs> If you enjoy Older and Wider and would like to support the podcast, please like, subscribe and share. Tell your friends about it. We need some more subscribers and reviews. You find us on iTunes. Mind you, if you're not listening to this, you know... Kind of fighting a losing battle. No, it's not. Come you on. You can email the show at olderwiderpod at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter, should you fancy that, at Jenny Eclair. And me on Grey at Grey Pride UK. I never know what my Twitter handle is. Is that what it's called, a Twitter handle? Whenever you see Grey, you say Grey Pride. I always imagine you as a big proud squirrel. Do you? Big proud grey squirrel. Do you? Sitting there proudly. Yes. Busying away. Yeah, with a nut, a great nut. <laughs> Don't have to take that. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com 